Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Conflict Management Series. I'm your host, Poonam. I do have Deborah Lafon with me today. She is a licensed therapist working in this field for more than 22 years. So we have been talking about many topics and many issues due to which conflict happens between teens and parents. So today I would like to talk about eating habits. So Deborah, I I did do some reading and I was uh, wondering like weight obsession affects millions of teenagers today and especially girls. So I wanted to ask you, do you see um, more eating disorders among girls rather than boys? I think there's a cultural expectation and pressure for girls to look a certain way and whatever's in fashion at a particular time in history. So then every girl or woman thinks she needs to look like whatever is the cultural norm or expectation. And then that's where social media really plays a role. Uh, It has images, one sort of image or one body type that is desirable or that is appealing or that what everyone's supposed to look like. And then when girls or teens look at that and say, oh, I don't look anything like that, it causes, can cause eating disorders or body dysmorphia or dissatisfaction with the way that they look. So yes, I would say weight obsession in particular is much more common in women and girls than with men or boys. Yeah, that's interesting study and facts. So Deborah, I was wondering, what should our parents do if they are raising up a girl? So what things they need to pay attention to so that they do know their girl is doing the right things. And and to be honest, I did experience some of the conflict due to eating habits of my own children. So I tried to offer healthy food, but sometimes even I took shortcuts because I'm a working parent and, you know, um, I made easy meals which were not necessarily healthy. But I did notice my girl was a picky eater, and uh, and I did notice she was not eating very well. So any piece of advice to our parents who are raising girls? First, it's important to cultivate a healthy body image in everyone, but in girls in particular, I think need to know that they are unique. Their body is beautiful as it is, they're beautiful as they are, it's acceptable, they don't need to fit the mold of anyone else. So finding a way to accept their body, but not focus so much on looks in general, because there's a lot of cultural pressure for women and girls to look a certain way, or the main focus is on their appearance. So helping your daughters cultivate other things that they feel good about and have self-esteem in, whether that be academics or volunteering or sports or other things that are outside of their appearance. That would be 
one thing. And then also another thing that's important is to, there's no bad or particularly unhealthy food. It's just all food, it's fuel. So what happens with disordered eating or disordered body image, disordered thinking is that one group of foods or certain foods are labeled as bad, others are healthy or good. Oftentimes that's code for eating disorders. Healthy means they're going to restrict their calories or they're only gonna eat certain food groups. So of course you wanna have healthy eating habits overall, but just it's all fuel. So you have to decide what kind of fuel you want to put into your body. And it's okay sometimes to have food that maybe is not the best fuel, but you wanna overall have healthy eating habits. And that's where parents can set that example by having that, but then also not labeling it as bad if they eat a food or a special treat. That's also okay. For example, you wouldn't wanna live on cookies alone, but it's okay to have cookies. It's okay to have treats. They're not bad, but you don't wanna live on those. So you want to cultivate healthy eating habits and a healthy body image, those things are really important. And then being paying attention to your daughters, watching if they're restricting how much they're eating, watching if they're spending a lot of time in the bathroom, if there's significant weight changes, and then making sure if they're having negative comments or they're saying things that you're commenting on that and you're giving positive feedback and you're paying attention to that. And if those issues become problematic, that's the time they need to seek additional help so that it doesn't develop into a full eating disorder. Wonderful advice, Deborah. I really like that eating that balanced food and it's okay to even, you know, treat yourself uh, with yes. a cookies and ice cream once in a while. Mm -hmm. Everything needs to be in balance. Yeah, don't deprive yourself from certain food thinking it's not good. We need to keep that balance in life. Absolutely fine. So now let's talk about boys. I notice even boys, they strive for perfect body because you know they want to look muscular or they do rather, I would say, compulsive exercise. So do you have such scenarios in your practice? Do you see that? I see boys more comparing themselves. So either they are perceive that they're too thin and they don't like that because that's not considered the norm. People don't think that they're healthy or they think they're a weakling or whatever way that they articulate that or boys that struggle with weight issues and then they don't feel like they fit into that mold. And there is, I see more than compulsive exercising or trying to work out a lot of the gym, although I do see that and I have some male clients that way that they articulate that or boys that struggle with weight issues and then they don't feel like they fit into that mold. And there is, I see more than compulsive exercising or trying to work out a lot of the gym, although I do see that and I have some male clients that, that struggle with that excessive over-exercise and body image issues. But what I see most often is with boys and with men is our, our weight challenges as a result of overeating due to typically depression. So they're self-medicating or soothing, coping with things with food, and then a real struggle with that. So the food provides them that comfort and support. It's what they need at that moment in time to soothe themselves because maybe they don't have other coping strategies or they're not getting treatment for their depression or perhaps they need medication. But the flip side of that is then weight issues crop up and then that becomes a vicious cycle. So they have a very negative self-image and then that makes them eat more and it makes them gain more weight. So it's important to, again, cultivate a healthy body image for boys as well and acceptance of their body type, whatever that is. Some people are going to be super lean. Some people are going to be really muscular. Some are going to be heavier, but 
again, balancing that out with a healthy attitude about body image and realistic body image, also with healthy eating habits and healthy exercise, all of those things are important. But I don't see eating disorders as much in boys, not that it can't, I don't see it as often as I do in, I don't see it as often as I do in teenage girls. Yeah, that's right, Deborah. So even I do give that message to my children, you know, people come in all size and shapes as long as you're happy, feeling healthy, you know, weight less or more, it's not really that important, even though we should keep ideal body weight. But as you said, you know, we have individuals have different body frames. Right, so right. healthy feeling is more important. Yep, and even having that good habits of exercising and you know eating good healthy food, so all that is very much needed. So I wanted to bring up another point, especially in working parents and you know busy families. Kids have different timings or parents have different timings for eating their dinner, and then they don't spend time together. So I do not know how we can help parents with that kind of challenge. So do you have any advice for them? It's really tough because I have a lot of clients, their kids, teenagers that I work with that are scheduled until seven or eight o'clock at night. So then there's really no time to have a mealtime earlier with the family. So that that is a little challenging and parents are working a lot too. So it makes it really difficult to find a time to sit down for a family meal, if at all possible, I would recommend doing that because it's a really good time to spend with kids and to spend as a family and then demonstrate, you know, having a variety of foods. Again, that there's no off-limits food or bad food, but eating together and taking care of your body, all those things, that's, that's an important thing to do, nourishing your body. Because then what happens, I notice is that will be maybe too much fast food comes in or too much takeout, which is not always healthy. Again, it, it's okay. I don't want to say, let me back up. Not that it's unhealthy. It's okay to have that, but everything in balance. But when it becomes leaning more towards takeout or fast food, then that can become problematic. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I do understand those challenges. So sometimes what parents do as they prepare the meals ahead of time. So they know that the week is going to be really busy. So on the weekends, they do meal prep, and then there are things that they can serve during the week. And the teenager typically can maybe heat it up or take care of it themselves or have things that are easy to prep so that are not maybe bag salads or things that you can, maybe like a vegetable stir fry, whatever you wanna have, something that can be done really quickly so it doesn't take a lot of time. Then in conjunction with the prepared meals, that you've already prepped on the weekend, then that works sometimes, but it is a challenge with kids and parents being so busy. It is definitely a real challenge. Yes, Deborah, so I did pretty much what you are advising our audience. I do keep uh, prepared meals in the refrigerator, and if our timings are not aligning, kids can warm it up themselves and at least mm -hmm. you know they they are eating I, I do try to give them homemade food as much as i can but i'm absolutely fine if they want to eat from outside but keeping mm -hmm. that balance is important as you said i think it was great learning for us talking about this issue become right like the food we eat is kind of shaping up our whole body and as you said we need to nourish it right we need to take care of our body and healthy body healthy mind right so it's very important right. to 
pay attention to our food habits. And I think as a parent, we are kind of the role model for our children also, right? If we are having those healthy habits ourselves, our kids are watching us, and hopefully they will also develop that good lifestyle. Thank you so much, Deborah, for talking to us about this issue today. I would like to talk to you even other few more issues in this series. So thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving, a podcast series by Tarika Foundation focused on youth mental health. If you like our podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Stay safe and healthy. Till next time.